You've all gone the extra mile to revise this. We're in great shape for the client meeting. Thank you all. You're here for others. The urgent care is closed. Should we go to the ER? You know what? I know what to do. We're here for you. That is a little bit higher than normal, but medically, it's not a fever. Oh good, that's a relief. Have a great day, sweetheart. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> the client loved it. We're approved to move forward. Great job, everyone. Live fearless, North Carolina. Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah, I just signed a deal. I'm it's the HBCU Football yeah. Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, October 29th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Takeaway Tuesday. And had a chance to be on yesterday's SWAC conference call. Talked with Connell Maynard about the Alabama A&M 43-41 triple overtime victory over Alabama State in the Magic City Classic. Only 37,000 in the stadium, but they had uh, some uh, some bad weather. And according to um, uh, actually Coach Donald Hill Ely, the weather uh, well, really, Coach Maynard, the weather cleared up uh, in the second half. I asked Coach Maynard, did the conditions dictate what the Bulldogs did offensively? Meaning, when you look at Jordan Bentley, he carried the ball 39 times in this ball game, and uh, we've seen it where Glass, who is the SWAC's leading passer, they're more of a passing attack. He said it didn't really um, you look at Jordan Bentley, 39 carries, 197 yards, three rushing touchdowns. Then he also had the game-winning reception for six yards and a touchdown, uh, ultimately what led to the game-winning, uh, uh, the, the game-winner because Alabama State had an opportunity. They, uh, the Hornets scored a touchdown and couldn't convert um, on the two-point conversion. And, you know, I ask Coach Maynard, is, what is it? Is he, is he finally healthy? And Coach Maynard said that Bentley is finally healthy. He's ready to rock and roll. And he's, you know, he's second in the uh, in the conference in rushing right now. So Jordan Bentley getting it done. He leads the conference in terms of rushing touchdowns with 12 on the season. That was a great football game and a big time win. I mean, when I say big time, I mean a big time win for Alabama A&M as Alabama A&M looks to win that Eastern uh, division and so when you look at Alabama A&M and you look at what Alabama A&M has remaining uh, you know <laughs> I mean wouldn't you know it Alabama A&M's gotta play at Southern on Saturday so you still have Southern Jackson State Alcorn State ending the season against Mississippi Valley State um, so th- that's gonna be definitely a tough stretch for Alabama A&M, beginning with Southern, who's coming off the loss to Alcorn State. See, this is the time in the season when it really gets down and dirty and grimy in the swack. Because when you when you look at other conferences and and you look at let's say you look at the SIAC and you look at the CIAA, for example, well, at this time of the year, mostly you're playing inside of your division. Whereas in the SWAC, you're still playing outside of the division. And it's more about the overall conference wins than it is about the division. I spoke about Southern, right? So Southern now has one loss. And what the one loss that Southern has still leaves uh, uh, Pine Bluff, Arkansas Pine Bluff, with an opportunity 
to win the, uh, to try to win this thing. Uh, uh, now, uh, the problem with Pine Bluff is when you're talking about head-to-head to Southern, they lose that. Grambling still has an opportunity to win this thing as well. But again, the problem for Pine Bluff is they lose head-to-head to Southern and they lose head-to-head to Grambling. So they're going to have to hope that Grambling and Southern lose three they got they have to lose two more ball games right if you look at Pine Bluff's remaining schedule I mean you know they should win the remaining three games meaning I mean I, I get it everybody's talking about Jackson State and you know how hot Jackson State is uh listen that's a game that Pine Bluff should win is at Jackson State the the game the week after that is at Prairie View A&M and then you close the season out at Texas or against Texas Southern hosting a home game against Texas Southern and you get a bye week in between the Prairie View A&M and Texas Southern game. So if you're uh, a Pine Bluff and see this is the thing about Pine Bluff, okay? They lose the the Golden Lions lose a a a pretty close game uh, to Grambling this past weekend. They lose to Southern uh, a couple of weeks ago. But I mean when you have the remaining games at Jackson State, at Prairie View A&M, and at Texas Southern. If you're a team that's taken sort of that next step, those are games that you have to win. Then it's out of your control from there. Then if Southern handles its business, Grambling handles its business, you've done what you can do. Now I asked uh, Coach Thomas on the call on Monday just about where his team was right now and the fact that the Golden Lions still have an outside opportunity with Southern losing that football game. And he says he feels pretty good about where the team is. Um, you know, they've done a, a good job so far. The job's not finished, but, you know, a good job so far with a 5-3 and three record considering where this program was not only last year, but the previous ever since. The, you Listen, Arkansas Palm Bluff won the SWAC championship in 2012 and it has you know the golden Lions just have not been good i matter of fact i think uh one of those seasons after 2012 may have been an 04 11 season so you look at where the program is now and you got to go out and handle your business in the three remaining ball games it really really is that simple and talked about alabama and a&m I mean, if I'm if I'm Jackson State right now, I'm sitting pretty decent in that Eastern Division at two and one, and still got Alcorn State remaining. But they, but what the Tigers have is Arkansas, Pine Bluff, tough game, Alabama, A&M, tough game, Southern, tough game, Alcorn State, tough game. I mean, if I, you know, if you had to look at that schedule, and of course you go out and play the game. I mean that, you know the. You know, I would have favored all of those teams against Jackson State in those games. It could be a different outcome. Jackson State has played uh, decent the last couple of games. They've gotten wins. But at the end of the day, I mean, that's a hard schedule. UAPB at Alabama A&M, Southern and Alcorn State. I think what the Tigers have in their favor is they're at home and the crowds have been coming out to Jackson State. So that may be a plus for Jackson State so really you look at Southern uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff in the West and then Grambling State with two losses Prairie View A&M sort of out of it I think I mean boy I mean what a tough loss to Jackson State like that's a game you have to win I realize you know Jalen Morton goes down in that football game but I mean that's a game 
that you have to win if you are Prairie View A&M and you're looking to compete for that Western Division. Because if if Prairie View A&M wins that game, now you're talking about a three and two record. So Prairie View A&M with two losses, along with Pine Bluff with two losses. Two, uh, you're talking about still an outside opportunity to win the Western Division. Still an outside opportunity to win the Western Division. And it just it really has fallen by the wayside for Prairie View A and M. Uh, listen, St. Augustine's with the victory over Fayetteville State. Congratulations. I mean, I think when you're talking about Fayetteville State, uh, you know, the Broncos, you know, a couple more opportunities here to sort of sum up um, that Western Division title. One loss um, in the conference. Well, and I shouldn't say that. And, I, and I'm saying that because in the division, okay, Winston-Salem State is undefeated in the division. Two losses in conference. So really a division, if Winston-Salem State wins out, then Winston-Salem State would be Southern Division champions. And you know it's going to come down to that last game of the season it always does when when Fayetteville State and Winston-Salem State get together as a matter of fact that game is going to be at Winston-Salem State the next game for for Fayetteville State is at Livingstone who is in a free fall Livingstone right now um, is in a free fall uh, right now started the season out four and oh now it's four and four on this season for Winston Salem State, it's not an easy task. Winston Salem State has to go uh, to has to go play Shaw. So Winston Salem State has to go play Shaw. I mean, that's that's a tough game. If you're Winston Salem State, that's a tough football game. Shaw is playing some good football right now, an even record at four and four. So that's a must win. That is a must win for Winston Salem State. Again, when you're looking at the CIAA's Northern Division. I mean, right now, Bowie State, I mean, the last two games uh, sort of cakewalks. Uh, you know, you, you don't want to take anybody lightly. Like, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to disrespect any team that plays against any other team. But if your last two games are Lincoln and at Elizabeth City State, and I'm not going to take a lot of, I'm not going to take anything away from uh, Elizabeth City State. They're not bad. Like, the Vikings going to be pretty good. This probably is not their year. I don't think it's a year for upset against Bowie State, but I, I wouldn't take them. But Lincoln is just not playing good, well, at all right now. Lincoln of Pennsylvania is not playing well right now, and that's the next opponent for Bowie State. When I look at what West Virginia State is doing, um, listen, the Yellow Jackets are, uh, are, are are right there when you're talking about that mech. Next up against the University of Charleston. Charleston has had been a, and uh, still is sort of a perennial power in the MEC, but not so much uh, this year with a couple of losses in the conference. Um, if you're West Virginia State, you can't look ahead. Got to take care of Charleston. Got to take care of Willing Jesuit. And then the last game of the season is going to be played against Notre Dame. It's going to be a home game. Notre Dame uh, is playing some very good. Notre Dame College of Ohio playing some very good football uh, right now. So you got a lot of races. Got a big game on Saturday. North Carolina A&T going to be at South Carolina State. Big win by South Carolina State over 
uh, again, Bethune-Cookman now. Bethune-Cookman, South Carolina State, A&T all with one loss. Florida A&M with no losses. Again, the issue, unfortunately, for the Rattlers is the Rattlers are ineligible for the MEAC championship and ineligible for conference uh, for, for the Celebration Bowl. So right now it's a three-horse race, South Carolina State, North Carolina A&T, and Bethune-Cookman, and for A&T, a tough schedule at South Carolina State. Uh, and, and, by the way, North Carolina Central still on the outside looking in with two losses. But A&T is at South Carolina State on Saturday, and then on the following Saturday, Bethune-Cookman at home before closing out the, the season against arch rival North Carolina Central. So it's a lot of, a lot of football remaining. Big football game this Saturday between Fort Valley State and Savannah State. Both teams undefeated right now. Albany State now on the outside looking in in that Eastern Division. Uh, when you look at the West, Miles and Tuskegee each have one loss in the conference. Of course, they go head-to-head as they always do um, uh, pretty much the last game of the season. So, boy, I tell you what, these races are really Looking good. They are getting hot and heavy as we come down to the last uh, couple of weeks of respective seasons in respective conferences. Exciting times when you're talking about HBCU football. Um, the Box to Row National Player, or excuse me, let's take a look. Um, well, yes, let's look at the Box to Row National Players of the week first up Jordan Bentley again as I mentioned Alabama A&M 39 carries 197 yards three touchdowns one reception six for six yards and the game-winning touchdown Alabama A&M with the victory over Alabama State and then you look at what um uh, what uh, Jerome Johnson uh from Bowie State was able to do the quarterback put up some phenomenal numbers 395 yards per Passing 23 of 28 passes completed. That's like 81% in excess of 81%. Didn't throw a single touchdown. Also had seven carries for 56 yards. Had a total of 451 yards of offense. So Jerome Johnson of Bowie State. And uh, uh, of course, um, of course, Jordan Bentley of Alabama A&M. The Box to Row National Players of the week Florida A&M remains number one in the box to row coach uh, coaches and media polls no surprise there um, as a matter of fact it was it's still a split poll because Alcorn State received two first place votes but it was uh, even more of a split poll um, when you're talking about going back last week Florida A&M receiving 18 of the 21st place votes from the coaches. Alcorn State now at number two. North Carolina A&T at number three. Now South Carolina State at number four. Bethune-Cookman at number five. Southern Alabama A&M, Arkansas Pine Bluff, Bluff, excuse me, Grambling, and Alabama State are five through ten. In the media poll, Florida A&M receiving all but two first place votes. Uh, at number one, Alcorn State received the other two first place votes. At number two, North Carolina A&T number three. Bowie State moves up again. The only undefeated team in HBCU football is number four. South Carolina State moves up one spot at number five. Bethune-Cookman, Southern Alabama A&M, Prairie View A&M are five through nine. And then tied for 10, Arkansas Pine Bluff and Virginia State. 
So that's a look at Takeaway Tuesday on tomorrow. We begin to transition into week 10 of HBCU football. Going to take a look at that schedule. And uh, we got some really good games to point out, as a matter of fact. So don't miss tomorrow's episode of the Box to Row HBCU football daily podcast. Don't keep the podcast a secret. Tell a friend about the HBCU football daily podcast. You can download it. Uh, download us. Uh, online at BoxToRow.com. Also listen to us uh, online at BoxToRow.com. Talk with you tomorrow.